Welcome to Season 3 of Multi-Class Theater, now with 50% more class. Multi-Class Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast, and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and terrible fake accents. But if two seasons of it haven't chased you away yet, then settle in and enjoy the show. Last time, our heroes found themselves pursued by the denizens of the Shadow World, protected only by Rotan's hamster ball of light. But just when it seemed even that wouldn't be enough, the Shadow creatures were driven back by Mist's very patron, the Cat Sith. In an unusual turn for the Archfey, Cat Sith provided the party with both useful information and an item that will probably merit a disclaimer soon. They then balanced out this apparent kindness by cryptically observing that not every one of our heroes knows the truth of the powers to which they have bound themselves, and promising that Winley will get what she deserves. I'm sure that will work out fine. Moving on, the travelers came to the Shadow World version of Castle Starge and at long last exited the Shadow World, back into the idyllic environs of the Shrouded Isle. Having reached their destination, it is game time on Multi-Class Theater! Time passes. At some point, you all drift off to sleep. It is an uneasy sleep, filled with restless thoughts of the Shadow Realm and your experiences there. You wonder just how long you spent wandering the dark shadows of this strange island. Eventually you wake. The portal is gone. In its place is a roaring fire. Dorothea sits in front of it. She seems to be chanting to herself. Her eyes are closed. You feel rested. In fact, you feel somewhat strengthened by the night or the hours that you have spent within this circle. For the next hour, all of you receive the benefits of a bless spell. There is a kind of a grayish light filtering in through the entrance to this ruined building. I, I hesitate to call it morning, but it's uh, the closest this aisle seems to come to it. And it's certainly the most peace you've felt since your evening spent beneath the great tree in the Aarakocra village. Winley wakes, realizing that uh, Silway and uh, Desmond are awake, and Winley goes to Silway um, to check on her from, from the night before. Silway? How are you doing? I, I'm fine. I think. How how are you? Well, I'm I'm wonderful. I'm. I would just say that last night was a bit new for you. You know, all that emotion and warmth being thrust your way. I did. Uh, what? What? What's an emotion? Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> Phrasing. 
<laughs> Surprised Mike didn't jump in there. <laughs> the moment I decide to be heartfelt, <laughs> for some reason it has a sexual ending. I know, I'm sorry. Code. Usually I'm good at that, but. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's Diana. Been a day. It's been a day. Anyway. I, I just, no, while we're somewhat stopped, uh, thanks to me, uh, I will just say that, Sylvie, you do not, and, and for that matter, Winley, neither of you remember falling asleep. It was this, as if you fell asleep within the hug. It was as if we'd reached the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. All that's, that stuff. I don't even really remember what really happened, but I don't know. Just, I don't know. Don't, don't read too much into it, I guess. It's, it's not a big deal. I just, I just, I was tired. I was tired as all it was, I, I swear. Yes. Yes, of course. Well... I just wanted to make sure you're all right. That's all. Just like you made sure that I was okay. But what, do you remember what happened last night, anyways? Like, it just sort of the night ended. It was. Are we okay? Uh, Winley looks around at the group. Dizzy. You notice as you're kind of looking around at the group that though she is chanting, Dorothea has one eye cracked open. As if she's listening it to your conversation. And not doing a great job of hiding her eavesdropping. Miss Dorothea, you really need not keep one eye open. I can tell you're listening, but I do the same thing. Would you like to come over here? Oh, hello, dearie. No, I, I'm quite fine here. I appreciate the offer. How is everyone doing this morning? It was a very dark and strange night. Oh, I slept very well, thank you. Dark and strange, you say. That's very interesting. Oh, lots of emotions flying in the air. Ah, Don't yes. you feel them? Most of them have evaporated. Gone out through the roof, I say, to join the other spirits. Such is the dark. Could be a time of cleansing, if you let it. Did you, did you do that last night? Did you, like, do some sort of enchantment on us or something? To make us all calm down or be vulnerable or whatever. Oh, no, dearie. I did nothing. No. You are exhausted after a very long journey. I did nothing but offer you a kind embrace and a warm hearth to sleep upon. Why would you do that? Why would I... Why would I be nice? Yeah. Why? Because it's a good thing to do. Because you are about to undertake a very dangerous quest that could save everyone on this isle? Why would I offer you shelter? Oh, you're a very strange one. It's <laughs> it's it's one thing to offer aid, but like, I don't know. Ki- kindness is a whole different thing. Kindness is everything. If you're not kind to your neighbor, what are you? Successful? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, sometimes the two go hand in hand, Sylvain. Successful is not always the opposite of kindness. Sometimes you can have them together. I should say the Lord is very successful. I should also say that the Lord is an asshole. But I bet no one takes advantage of him or tells him what to do. No, but he also kills many, many people. If that is what you want, then um, I'm sure he'd be happy to have a protege. So is vaguely fingering the hilt of her dagger, wondering how many people she's killed. (laughs) Perhaps you shouldn't put that idea in Silway's head. She could take it very literally, and then we'd be in a very 
terrible situation. Oh, I don't think so, dearie. If she were up there, he would just squish her into a little ball. And she would be one of those little blue ghosts floating around. I don't think you've met Silway. No, I don't think you really know Silway. I, I have faith in her resolve. We were in the shadow plane. She was tempted numerous times, and I saw how she resisted for the most part and ended up here and, and stuck to it. And, and I trust that, given that choice again, she would do the same. I'm not so sure. That place felt very, very homey, very... Very right. Hmm. Silway, you really are more kind than you than you realize. But I promise. But that's not what anyone else says. Yes, but think of it this way. You met my sister on the other side of this portal. Unfortunately, yes. 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 Which one of us would you rather be around? Honestly, I'm pretty I'm more comfortable with her type. <laughs> They're the people that she's very similar to the people I've worked with and lived with for years. I'm more comfortable with that. Well, but do you like it? You're comfortable. What does that mean? I'm comfortable in these shoes. It doesn't mean I wouldn't trade them for a nice pair that doesn't have holes and maybe were blue. Sylvia looks at her shoes. <laughs> I don't know. Comfortable is a pretty good thing to be. No, it is your fear that makes you comfortable. You fear change. You fear failure. You fear what you do not know. That fear keeps you from growing. It keeps you from changing. Yes, it may save you from pain, but it also, it prevents you from feeling joy. It also keeps me safe. Safe. What is safe? If you want to be safe, go spend your life sitting in a room by yourself, all alone. No one will hurt you, but you will never experience joy. You will never experience anything. Is that what you want? Joy is overrated, in my opinion. I should it bewitch you and enchant you. It's always stiffens. But it won't work. I cannot change someone who does not wish to be changed. But I pity you. Well, you're not the first one. One day perhaps you will see there is more to life and more to the world than you. Silway, we have really had some people come after us lately, have we not? Uh. First, it was that cat. I'm just saying I feel similar to what you're going through. But we'll be all right. It'll be fine. Yes, we have a we have a mission to accomplish. We will we will take down stars. Yes, Dorothea, we have a mission, don't we? Perhaps we could start that mission now. Yes, let us let us talk about brighter things like going to kill an undead lord and fighting an army of his ghost people. And somebody mentioned fighting an army. <laughs> well, not for you, but my sisters, that is what I was doing while you were sleeping. I spoke with them. I told them that you have come through safely and that they are ready to begin the attack. Huzzah! Soon, the spirits that circle this castle will depart and you will be clear to make your move. What is our move exactly? What? Kill the Lord, of course. Of course. But where is he? How do we get to him? At the base of the castle, there is an old cistern. It has been dry and empty for hundreds of years. In the center of the cistern, there is a ruined building. Within that building, there is a door. A secret door. It is guarded by I do not know what. Perhaps a monster. Perhaps magic. Perhaps it is a riddle. Regardless, that is where you will go 
that is how you will enter the castle. And from there, I'm afraid you're on your own. On our own to find our way to the top, whereas I assume, based on what Rotan has taught me over the past few months, that the villain is always at the top of the castle. Yes. I mean, where else would you hang out if you were a villain? So we just find him and stab him very hard, right? I mean, the views must be excellent from up there. I leave that to you. But I believe... I believe you have something else to do up there. So the queen has told me. There is a shard up there, right? There is a shard. The shard that shrouds this isle. Yes, I'm to believe we are to charge it, perhaps? So I've heard. So I've heard. I was not given details, just that you have something else. Your own, I guess, quest that you are on. I guess you'll be wanting to get off, uh, get out, get up. Get on your way soon. And, um, I have some... I have some breakfast for you. It's nothing Aww. fancy. I have some tea. And I, I made these these good berries. They're very good berries. They should uh, provide some sort of sustenance so that you'll not go hungry in the castle. What, what is the difference between a, a, a good berry? Is there a bad berry? Well, I mean, there's rotten berries, but these are magic berries. What do they do? Yes, <laughs> Here, have some oatmeal. It's a very oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're injured, they will uh, they will heal you some. But mostly, they're the most cleverest thing. You only have to eat one, and you will not go hungry for hours and hours. Mm, that will come in great handy for me. I'm a snacker. <laughs> yes, then I will, I will give you extra. <laughs> she is. How much dried fruit? I fucking love Willy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a snacker. Winley is the who is it? The Pippin of the group. Winley's the only what, one like... who actually uses her rations. <laughs> I do. Yeah, with the rest of us are like, well, I guess we ate or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So she produces several wooden cups and pours you each a cup of tea. And she passes out to each of you four berries. And she gives Winley an extra two. <laughs> I think I'm going to save these other two. One for Cashew and one for Gruber. Oh, I was wrong. So one berry will sustain you for an entire day. Yeah. The group of you eat your breakfast. It's mostly silent. Perhaps you're thinking about... What Dorothea has said, perhaps you're thinking about your journey through the Shadow Realm. Or perhaps you're thinking about the task that lies before you. An hour passes. Maybe two. Time just has felt funny since you entered the Shadow Realm. Dorothea stands up and peers outside the building, looking towards the sky. She motions you over Winley, and she points up. There... Do you see them? They're leaving. The attack's begun. It's time for you to go. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for everything. And thank you for the berry. I think it's really going to help me. Good. I'm glad. You do look like a snacker. Excuse me? What does that mean? 
it, it looks like you enjoy a little snack every now and again. Nothing wrong with that. I do the same. Just between you and me. And she opens up her little purse. And there's all sorts of, like, berries and nuts and dried fruit. You never know when you need a good nosh. I agree with you, but for some reason I feel like you're calling me fat. Is that true? Oh, look at me. I'm... Oh, what? Why would I do that? You're not fat. Why would, why would you think such a thing? Okay, I guess it's just my insecurities. And she, like, takes her hand, shoves <laughs> it into the little purse thing, grabs as much as she can, and shoves it in her mouth. Shall we be off? Let's go be heroes. You exit the building, and you start walking towards the north. Again, it's hard to tell which direction, since you're... I was still a bit disoriented, having come out of the portal, and there's no real sun. When from behind you, you hear, uh, Dorothea. Psst! No! No, it's the other way. Ah! He just pivots and starts walking (laughs) in the opposite direction. On a dime, no hesitation. you pick your way through this ruined town it's so overgrown with weeds and plants that it's hard to really make out much of its former glory there are very few structures that have a roof much less four walls Silva you can tell that all of the buildings have a Tyran element to them So obviously this village has been here for a very, very long time. Long before the Rothians came. These these buildings look a lot like what I've seen in the older districts of Peter. Very ancient architectural styles. Very interesting. You continue walking. The village almost seems to be built on a slight hill, descending towards the base of the rocky cliff that holds the castle proper. Beyond the last row of buildings, you come to an ancient, dry, what once was a reservoir. There are some weeds that have pushed their way up through the cracked, dry earth. But otherwise, it looks like a giant, almost empty earthen bowl. On the opposite side of this dry lake bed is a ruined building with a collapsed porch on the front the columns of which are still standing has long been claimed by weeds. Well, there certainly wasn't any yard work done here. (sighs) Everything looks like shit. Is this where the secret (laughs) entrance is? How long do you think this place has been abandoned? It's like quite a while. Oh, I was just saying there's no roof. Roofs. At all. I, I suppose they wanted their own skylight. That's one way to do it. I guess so. What were you saying, Dizzy? Well, no, I was just wondering if this could possibly be our destination, perhaps an entrance, should we investigate? Um, That's a good idea. Did she happen to mention a specific thing we were looking for? I, I, I missed it. Like a landmark or... Um... A cistern is what I heard, I thought. She said she, we were looking for a sister. Sister? What is, what is that? 
Sister. So you have a sister. <laughs> huh? Who's that? Hello? Sorry, I get word association football sometimes, and it just kind of like my mind goes off on these things. So, like, I heard a Star Wars line when I said that. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so good. Cistern, um, a place to store uh, water, yes? Yes. Matt doesn't know what a cistern is. I just Googled Desmond it. knows. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond knows, of course. Well, Desmond may not, because Desmond memory. Oh, so. no. Desmond yeah, actually You're totally true. a character. That's, that's true. true. I don't know. My memory is Swiss cheese. What is a cistern? Perception check. <laughs> Rotan does not notice the sign that says cistern. <laughs> I, I would say if anyone <laughs> is has a chance to get it, I would say... Maybe Mist, but I don't know Mist's full history, but Silway or Windley, if you all want to do a history check. We're, we're making a history check on the word cistern? Well, I mean, <laughs> apparently. I just, I just want to make sure that I fully... Apparently. I mean, if, if you know what it is, then go with it, but... Um, I rolled a 20... I rolled a 25 for the history check, but I think I would rather the history check go towards, like, why this place looks like it does. What I'm thinking about is this place has clearly been abandoned or destroyed hundreds of years ago, at least. Like, why did he not take it over and make it the city or, or try to control it like he does for Kent or any other places like that? Yes, well, it looks like it, at one time this place held water. I mean, it, it, it's since dried up and... So I don't, I don't know. Yes, maybe, maybe at one time it was some place valuable, but um, it appears to be of no use now. No, but what? Essentially, we're looking for a, a very large-looking bath. Yes? Where's the bath? Well, ideally, what we'd find is an empty place with a tunnel leading up into the inside of this mountain castle. Where to crawl up a sewer pipe, is what I'm saying done that not looking forward to repeating the experience <laughs> but the entryway is the cistern is that correct well, it's usually an exit way i think but not, i don't really know how cisterns work we had we had serpents for that kind of thing i'm surprised that there's a building inside the cistern that's kind of new to me is it in the thing or is it on the side diana i forget it's on the side as if the dried lake bed or lake was full of water it would be an island on the oh. far side. Oh, okay. an island on the far side. Okay, gotcha. So there's a building inside the bath. Well, I say that we we um, investigate this building. Um, perhaps there may there may be a clue as to the, that something. Well, the secret door is supposed to be with within the building. Did you guys actually pay attention to the instructions we were given? I did not. I did we're, not. I ah, okay. That I will be the first to admit. <laughs> no, I was I was being I was being called fat. I'm so sorry. I couldn't really pay attention. Have you ever been called that before? It's terrible. Let's go find this door. Excellent plan. So the Google image search for sister is actually very helpful (laughs) for picturing what we're looking for. It looks like a bath. (laughs) Essentially, yeah, like a Roman bath. It looks like a big... Cisterns. Cisterns. Have we in fact found the cistern, or are we just on the lookout (laughs) for it? You cross the dry 
waterbed. The ground beneath you crunches and crumbles with each step. It does not appear that anything has set foot on or in this lake bed in a very long time. You make it across, scramble your way up the slope on the other side, and find yourselves at the entrance of this ancient stone building, the exterior of which looks as if it was once well-decorated and carved with figures and possibly some writing, but it's been worn away by the wind and the elements that it's just beyond your ability to actually interpret anything that was written or carved. You peer inside, and a few feet inside the entranceway, there are two staircases leading down into the darkness. One leading to the left, one leading to the right. To the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. What was that, Rotan? You you said we should go to the left? Well, I don't have a particular preference. I just thought maybe the left would be a... uh, well, it's the first first direction I was thinking of going. Sounds all right Works to me. For me. Are you going to enter the building proper, or are you still just waiting outside? I was assuming we were in front of what, what you described. Well, you are, but that's what you can see from the entranceway. You could kind of walk into the building. Oh, well, Rotan will walk in then. Oh, I was going to say, can I look and see if there's any signs of danger? But it's all good, man. Well, it seems Rotan's getting eaten by us. <laughs> it appears that Rotan has been devoured by some hideous creature. Rotan is basically our carry their canary in the coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Uh, Desmond, you can um, give me... Um, if you're going to try to detect traps or something like that, Just, you um, can do so. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Check or perception check. Yeah. It's uh, 21. It seems okay. Roton has been in, impaled upon spikes. <laughs> As you are carefully examining the ground and the walls, looking for tripwires or cobbles that may trigger something, Roton strides confidently forward into the building. Though you try to stop him, he either doesn't hear you or more likely doesn't care and strides on by. You do not find any traps. Rotown, once you enter the building, you see that the staircases to the left or to the right hug the walls down into an immense empty building room, the bottom of which, which is about 50 feet down, on the far side you see three doors. Mm-mm. And in the center of the room, there is a basin. And inside the basin is a stone ball about the size of a bowling ball. Look, Mist, a stone! So, so it's three doors, like... Are, yes. Are there, are there handles on the doors? Are there, are there... There are no handles on the doors. Next to each one of the doors is a hole about the size of the stone. On each of the doors, there is something carved into it. On the first door is the carving of a tree. The second door is a carving of a set of scales. 
The third door is the carving of the moon. Above each door, there is a word written in a language that... Desmond, I want you to give me a intelligence check, history check. What would you say for to trigger your memory? What would you say would be... God, yeah, maybe just uh, maybe maybe history or intelligence. Okay. I got a natural 20. Okay, so you can read the words. Silway, you can read the words. You know what they say. Is it ancient Tyran or... It is, in fact, in Tyran. Not ancient Tyran, but Tyran. Hmm. I can understand this. Desmond, you can read this? Desmond kind of walks forward and just looks at it and is like, writing, it seems very familiar to me. Everything seems very clear. I can I can read what's written here. You can you can read Tiran? Apparently. Since when? Since since now, since this moment. Um admit I'm not quite quite understand. Why that's very interesting. So so then what what do you think they say? Do you have any memories of reading uh Tiran? Memories. Um Daisy, I think part of your mind is coming back. Yes. Perhaps, perhaps I'm one of the pieces starting to, to fall into place. I don't know what it means, but and I, I can't remember anything related to it, but I, I can. It's very interesting. Well, don't tell us. What, what, what do what they say? What, what does it say? It's always quizzing him. <laughs> the word above the, the first door is order. The word above the second door is balance. The word above the third door is chaos. Oh, Silway, I know which one we want to go into. <laughs> so, can you just, um, door one is a tree and it says order, right? Correct. Two is scales? Correct. And it says, what again? Balance. Balance. And the third one uh, is a moon and it says chaos? That is correct. I'd like to activate my ghostly gaze at this point. Once per short rest, as an action, you gain the ability to see through solid objects with dark vision to a range of 30 feet for one minute. <laughs> okay. I like the wince, Mike. What's behind door number one? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a goat. <laughs> High on a hill was a lonely goat. <laughs> but behind door number three, there's a Ferrari. <laughs> behind door number one, you see coiled up on the ground seems to be an enormous metal contraption. It's hard for you to distinguish exactly what it is because it seems to be sort of a jumble of springs and metal and gears and moving parts. There was a similar one of these behind door number two. There is nothing behind door number three. Mist, what are you doing? Why are you staring at the walls? As a cat, I do this sometimes. <laughs> so he, he, he turns back to the party and his eyes, you know how the, I mean, you know how cat's eyes flash. These are just doing that. It doesn't matter. His eyes are just shining. It doesn't, like, the angle at which he turns his head doesn't seem to affect it. They're just reflecting. They're just beaming. Behind door one and two are some kind of mechanical nonsense. Behind door number three is a whole lot of nothing. So if we're looking for a tunnel into the castle, my vote is for door number three. That's the chaos door. So what I wanted. Well, that is the chaos door. Uh, what what kind of moon is on the door? It's a crescent, crescent. moon. Crescent. I'm interested as to um as to why 
The moon symbol symbolizes chaos. The moon itself it's is... It's the tides. Oh, tides, lunacy, so. craziness. It's a, it's a very Tyrion symbol. They think they think crazy means chaos. It's it's and change. It's constantly changing. It's a that's a thing. Oh, yeah. I suppose. I always think of the moon as a very Tyrion. These symbols, these words, very Tyrion. Absolutely. Okay. I was just musing that since this place is this island is for people who misuse magic, which in the Tyrion mind means using chaos magic. Presumably that's why the chaos door is the good one. I suppose if it was built by people who are ex exiled for chaos, I suppose that's true. Actually, let me try one more thing. And so we cast detect magic to see if she can sense objects on the other side of the walls. It's very helpful to have you, um, have that you're from Tyr. You can pick up on these things so easily. It does have its uses sometimes. And apparently Desmond can do it now too. Yeah. I wonder if I'm from... Tyrion. You don't look Tyrion. I'm assuming Desmond does not look Tyrion. <laughs> I is he? Okay, uh, he's very tan. <laughs> well, he was stuck on an island for <laughs> how many years? <laughs> you, you, did not, you did not strike me as Tyrion when I first met you. He also has a big bushy beard, and I, I don't think he's, it's very easy to pinpoint exactly where he's from. Though I'm not sure I or Matt know where he's from either. So you know, <laughs> Matt may know. I don't. I know. <laughs> I know. See, so there you go. Ooh. <laughs> or maybe he told me and I forgot, which also could be the case. <laughs> I think I told you, but uh, maybe not. Yeah, I think you probably did, and it's just been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. A while. For lack of a better thing, we'll say yes. Yes. I think there's a bit of a phil philosophical question at work, but we're going to say question? yes. <laughs> I can't answer it without giving away okay, so... what's behind the door. So we're going to say yes, you do... Tech magic behind doors one and two. Just like Mist said, there is in fact whatever's behind there is magical. So I'm not sure that's like that feels like a bad thing, but Can I just go and look at that that basin with the ball in it? The stone? Sure. It's like a investigation or something. Ooh, natural too. You start looking at the stone, and it seems to be worn away so that it is nearly completely smooth. So if there was at any point in time anything carved on it it has long since been eroded away. Winley would also like to do an investigations check um, because anything having to do with stones rocks or gemstones is interesting to her uh, and I rolled a 25 She's <laughs> in the right party for that The stone looks like it was mined out of probably the mountainside itself similar to the stones that you've been seeing the stone that you've seen that was used in construction of the Tyran buildings, so it has definitely come from someplace close by. As you're running your fingers along the stone, every so often you feel a little bump, as if there used to be raised markings, but they were just like dots every so often along the exterior of the ball. But you can't really determine what the markings were. Because it's just too worn away. And did you say there are, maybe I misheard, but like indentations in each of the doors? There is a hole next to each of the doors, about the same size as the ball. Ah, everyone, I knew where to stick this ball. In the slot by door number three. Yes, miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, explain, that doesn't seem evident to me at all. Miss... 
Actually, you should do it. I think it's a bit heavy for me, and I don't think I can reach the hole. Well, I'm curious about one thing. You said that the, the ball is sitting in a basin, right? That is correct. Okay. I'm going to take out the jug of alchemy and and fill the basin with water. The ball begins to float. But what kind of stone would float? I have a hunch at what it is. I don't know if mist does, so I'm going to do a nature check. These always go so well. Nope. Mist does not know why the rock is floating. Stones don't normally float, do they? Maybe it's made of wood. <laughs> Try knocking on it. <laughs> oh, I have a hammer. <laughs> what else floats in water? <laughs> Thank you. I got, I got that. Stones. I got this. Anyone have a dock? Churches. <laughs> what do we burn apart from witches? More witches. <laughs> anyway. Roton rolled a 16 to identify the rock. I can't not roll. I mean. Why don't we just pick up the rock and put it in the hole? Am I missing something? Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, it would appear to be to be the obvious. You never know when water might be useful. The fact that it's floating is very weird, but I don't know what to do with that fact. So I, I'd say we just put it in the hole. Nistel, pick the ball up and take it over to the hole. Wish. <laughs> you pick the rock up, and once you pick it up out of the water, it gets surprisingly heavy, as if it doesn't feel like it could float. Um. Hmm. Well, I have a solution for this. Is it too heavy to lift? No, no, no. You could lift it. Like if you were to pick up a bowling ball. Yeah. And it'd be like, I mean, you could still carry it and lift it, but it's just like, so are you going, you're going to carry it over and put it in which of the holes? Uh, by the door three. Door three. You place the ball into the hole besides door three. You can hear it rolling down a stone ramp and then you hear a click. A moment passes, and with a loud grinding noise, door three opens, revealing a long, dark passage. Right. Into chaos we go, and Silway strides forward. Are we sure about this? I mean, order sounds like a much better option, I think. Since when? Since when have you ever questioned going forward? You raise a valid point. Let's go! Yes, you, you, I mean, usually you're a, already a mile down. Rotom's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone. All right, well, into chaos. <sighs> into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. <laughs> hey there, everybody. You heard the music, and that means that it's that time again. That's right, it's Pledge Week. I kid, of course. We don't really do pledge weeks here at Multiclass Theater. We don't even have tote bags. Yet. But, since I do have you for a moment for this short little mid-roll, I just want to say thank you for the things that we do have, which is you, the dear listeners. You know, you, the ones who make it all worthwhile. If you do find yourself listening to us and enjoying what you're hearing, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review at your podcast listening location of choice. Could be iTunes, could be Spotify. I hear that Spotify lets you leave reviews for podcasts now. Or uh, maybe if you have, a, have an airplane and you want to write it in uh, big cloud letters up in the sky, you know, we'd be chill with that as well. But, you know, if you uh, have the time, we really love reading those. 
So that would be great. Now I know things are starting to get real spooky and eerie and suspenseful here, so I don't want to keep you any further than I already have. I just would like to leave you with this one thought. Raccoons. Who needs them? Bye. I'm going to sit close to Rotan so that I can spot with my ridiculously good cat vision anything that might take him by surprise. The whole double sight thing. Winley would like to be right next to Mist because Winley also has night vision. That's true. So we can be Rotan spotters together. Battle of perception checks. <laughs> yeah. Since she's in front and cannot see in the dark for some reason, Silway will conjure a small ball of flame in, in her hand and hold it up like a torch and use that to like light the way in front of her. Thought Rotan was in front. That's all right. No, no problem. Oh, so, so we went first. Then Rotan was like hesitating. So I'm assuming she's still. Oh, that's in front. true. Yes. Unless you want to relinquish, Rotan will let you go first. Yeah, she's she's walking confidently. Send, send the squishy one up front. Desmond will also raise his staff, Gandalf style, and a beam of light emits in a twenty foot radius. This kind of looks at all these light sources suddenly being cast. Well, at least one of my invocations was useful today. <laughs> You're always useful, miss. <laughs> One of these days I will learn dark vision. The passage ascends for probably about 100 feet, maybe 200 feet. The walls are stone, and between the cracks of the stones, there's cobwebs. You see small insects scurrying for cover when your light strikes them. There's a thin layer of dust on the ground. There are no footprints. Nobody has come through this passage in a very, very long time. Up ahead, you see that the end of the passage, the stone ends, and there is wood and what appears to be a circular door about, say, about 15 feet in diameter. There is a knob in the center. Herbert's is precious. It, it does very much look like a giant hobbit door. So, a normal person door. Yes, but but round. Silway, you were the first one to come to this door. Silway's got detect magic up just by default this whole time, like she's on edge. So is there anything magical about the door? There's nothing magical about the door. And she will, like, hold up her hand flame close to it and, and do an investigations check to look for markings or any kind of mechanisms or whatever. Okay, give me a roll. 21 investigation. You don't see any markings. Uh, you don't see traps or anything. Um, it looks like an ordinary door. Does the handle look like it would, you know, function like a door handle? And Yeah, looks turn, like if or, you were okay. to twist the knob and push, the door would open. All right. Well, then, uh, I don't see any traps. I don't see any traps either. Mm. Uh, could, could we wait? Uh, hello. Yes. Winley and, and yes, Miss what, what? come up. Hello, Miss. Could you do that thing that you did? A few seconds ago, we can see what's on the opposite side of the door. Hey, sure, give me an hour. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? What? Yeah, it's a little more taxing than I may have let on to do that. You really saved us some time back there. It's unfortunate. Yep, and we can make up that time now. Well, I do know there's nothing magical beyond the door, so I think this is safe to just open. And she reaches out <laughs> to grab the knob and turn it. Okay, so wait, give me a strength check. I think Rotan might be rubbing off on you a little. So. Uh, ten strength. You twist the knob and you push, but it doesn't budge. You even give it a shoulder and it still does not budge. Try pulling. 
So he pulls on the door. <laughs> you pull on the door, and it still does not move. Oh. <laughs> I think someone stronger needs to try this, which I think means, Rotan, you're the only strong one here. Yes. Maybe the two of us together. That sounds good. I'll shove it to your turn. <laughs> okay, Rotan, <laughs> go ahead and do a strength check with advantage. With advantage. Okay. 21. The two of you working together manage to push this door open. It's a struggle, and as you push, the hinges creak loudly, as if the door has not been opened in some time. The door opens, and you find yourselves in a dank stone room. As you look at the door and the interior of where you find yourselves... It almost appears as if you were standing inside an enormous cask. As you look into the room beyond you, there are two additional casks on either wall, each about 15 feet high. In front of you, there are steel bars blocking egress from this room into the corridor behind. There's a gate set into these bars. The atmosphere is dark, cold. Again, there are cobwebs everywhere. As you listen, a strange wind blows through the halls of this place. You also see beyond the bars is a low fog about six inches off the ground, roiling across the floor. As it hits the bars, it begins to dissipate, creeping slightly into the room but mostly staying into the corridor beyond. It reminds you a lot of the mists guarding the aisle. This feels familiar. Isn't this what happened, Mist, when you put the fog cloud near the, the heart of Teeter? The no magic field stopped the fog. So we're in a no magic wine cellar? Maybe? I mean, why else would fog just stop at these bars? Well... I mean, is your detect magic still up? My detect magic is infinite. I can cast it at will. Oh, or can you? Oh, right, because you, cause you, you I, took the... I took the Eldritch Adept, yeah. Because it's a broken ability? It hmm. kind of is. Can can you cast it, though, if it's in a null magic field? Well, I'm going to try to cast it. Let's see what happens. You cast it, but you do not detect any magic near you. I certainly can't sense any magic near here. Hmm. I'll um, pour a little bit of water out from the alchemy jug onto the floor. And then try and shape that. You're going to shape it to do what? Well, I'm going to try and move it through the bars and see. Oh, okay, through the through the bars. I'm curious if the bars themselves are no magic. Are we in a no magic field? In which case, I can't shape the water. Are the bars simply generating a no magic field? In which case, the moment the water hits the bars, it plummets. Or is there something else going on entirely? If the water can move freely back and forth, then I imagine them. Do you pour the water out and? You are able to bend the water and push it through the bars, which it splashes outwards on the other side. Unless you're trying to, like, wave it in the air and do well, I mean, most tricks with it. Just kind of bring it back and forth and just... Yeah, you're able to do um, all sorts of, like, you can weave it in and around the bars. You can do all sorts of, like, those fountains in the mall kind of thing. Well, it's not a magic field. That was that theory. Big relief. Well, there's a gate in the bars here. Maybe we just, you know, push the gate open. Worked last time. All right. Rotan tries to push the gate open. The gate is, in fact, locked. Like, w- with a visible lock? Uh, th- no, there is a lock, yes, with okay. a visible lock. Okay. 
Does anyone here know how to pick locks? Kinda. <laughs> I think I think I, uh, I think I do. I move the water that I've been <laughs> t- playing with into the lock and freeze it. Give me a spell check. Uh, just using my spell cast. Yeah, just my spell casting modifier. Right? Better work because there's not going to be any picking it. <laughs> Uh, 16. You freeze the lock, and you hear the mechanism crack. And you think that maybe one swift kick or shoulder on the gate will pop it open. Rotan, would you like to do the honors? Oh, what what sort of honors? Uh, smash that door open. Ah, with pleasure. 15. Uh, You can use your shoulder, your hand. You can bring out one of your hammers. How are you going to... Oh, definitely going to kick it. Okay. Sometimes the problem is a nail. (laughs) Because he has hammers, you see. I, I, yeah. So Rotan steps forward, (laughs) raises his leg, and with a mighty kick, slams the gate, which flies open, clanging into the bars on the other side. Silly breathes a sigh of relief that she does not have to try to pick a lock. As you do so, the fog begins to slowly creep into the room. Rotan will walk uh, through the gate uh, into the fog. The fog is only about six inches high, so it doesn't obscure vision, anything else like that, but you can no longer see your feet. Uh, Rotan, wait. Um, I feel rather enveloped down here. Could you put me on your shoulder? Ah, oh, certainly. Uh, I'll uh, lift Winley up. You pick up Winley and place her on your shoulders. Uh, Winley, you have a um, lovely view of the dank, dark, creepy cellar in front of you. As Rotan steps forward through the gate, you notice a blue spirit come from one of the hallways ahead. It enters the hallway. It turns. It comes towards you and then enters a room off to your left if it noticed you it didn't seem to pay you any mind Rodon I just saw one of those floaty blue things go into the door to the left he like looks behind him oh over there Winley points Winley points to where it went out everybody it doesn't seem to um care that we're here because it, it saw me so should we follow it I'm not sure if we should go to where it's going or where it came from well as long as we don't split the party I don't care I see we follow it there's probably more twists and turns I'd rather follow it yes we can always go back the other way but maybe we should see what it's doing this is true I'd agree quickly before you lose sight of it wrote on Giddy up! Alright, uh, if, if we're coming up on any doorways, do do remind me to give proper clearance. Oh, that's true. I will. Rotan's uh, gonna pursue the spirit, which he can't see. <laughs> so, so he's just gonna run through the door. <laughs> on the other side of the door, there seems to be a corridor. Much like the rest of this place you find yourself in, it is dark and creepy and the walls are covered with spider webs. At the end of the corridor, there seems to be a stairway heading downward, and there seems to be another passage which breaks off to the left. You don't know which way the spirit went. Which way? Fooey. Quickly! I don't know. I don't know which way he went. Perhaps... Drat. She just points to the, to the right. I don't know. Perhaps we should go this way. 
Roton takes off. <laughs> okay, what are the rest of you doing? While yeah, this I was is like, happening? where is everybody else? She's like, let's not split the party, and then Ray like, just hook <laughs> off. <into> the- <laughs> Silway is following closely behind the other, the other two. I'm, I'm not going to split the party here. Not yeah. when I need to get everybody high before we find the final boss. Desmond will follow. So which way are you going once you enter this? There's the stairway straight ahead, or there is the corridor to your left? I, I think the corridor would be the best, because that down could be a whole nother, like, freaking floor. Corridor might just be one singular. We just check that off quicker. Still covered in mist? Still six inches of Still fog? Still six inches of fog on the... On the what, what's the fog doing in the staircase down? Can't tell, because it seems... The, the staircase, um, it spiral. So it disappears from view. You can't... The mist seems to be going down it, but it kind of turns so you can't actually see what's happening. Gotcha. Out of sight. Solve that problem with me. Shut off the source of dry ice. (laughs) Yes. Winley, Rotan, Silway. Winley and Rotan, you are making a beeline for the corridor, trying to catch up to the spirit. Silway, you're close at their heels. As the three of you reach the junction, suddenly... Two portcullis fall from the ceiling, cutting you off from the rest of your party. Oh. The ground beneath you begins to rise. I should have checked for traps. As the three of you are slowly lifted in the air. Is the ceiling moving or is the ceiling staying where it is? Everything's moving. The ceiling, the floor, the portcullises on either side. Oh, like an elevator. As the three of you, yes, are hoisted upwards. Um, what the hell is going? What? What, what is this? Um, is it? Is it going slowly? So can we like reach it out? It is not going very fast. It is going. Yeah, it's not rocket. It's going fairly slowly. So can we reach for Desmond and Mist to get them on the platform? There is no way for them to get on through the bars <sighs> unless they have some way to turn into a gaseous form or something be clear, we were at the end of the corridor? Like, there isn't more corridor beyond... You were at, essentially, the... Basically, where the, the junction where the corridor splits off, and then the stairs go down, right at that junction. Right at that junction. Okay. I got nothing. Huh. Look at... What... So, so we... So, us standing kind of at that junction are just seeing, like, the floor starting to lift up, and the portcullis is disappearing? Or the yes. floor... Yes, Basically, we're just if, kind of seeing a, a wall is developing in front of us. No, uh, not a wall. It's it's as if it's being hoisted from the top, not uh, not you pushed up from the bottom. So there's like a gap in the hallway. Yes, correct. Desmond, do you have anything that would let you teleport or something up there? Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking I I don't unfortunately. Um, are there anything that would get me to stop it? Um. Because I actually don't have any tricks for this. Don't think I do either. Um. Oh, don't, don't worry about us. <laughs> Wait, Rotan, you can miss the step, right? I can. Yes. So can I. Okay. With me, can you? Well, I'm on Rotan. So what Rotan does, I do. I'll be fine. <laughs> I don't think that's how this spell works. <laughs> uh, sadly, no. Uh, Rotan would disappear away and you would just be standing there on. You would you fall actually six fall feet. six feet to the ground. Um, excuse me, there will be no misty step. Hello. 
abort mission. <laughs> I am not falling six feet and then being strung up on an elevator to be eaten. I do, I do love that all of this dialogue is happening like six inches from Rotan's head. <laughs> like, ah, uh, hello. <laughs> Can I make a check to see if this is um, something magical that's doing this or if it's like mechanical? I'm going to give everybody one thing to do. Like, you have one round, basically, before this is out of sight. So if that's what you want to do with your rounds, Desmond, you can do a check, but... Ah. Uh, no. Oh, no, I don't want to waste it on a check. Then I'll just cast, um, Dispel Magic. I don't think it's going to work, but it's all I have. <laughs> at third level. Desmond, if you drop us down the elevator shaft, so help me. <laughs> <laughs> just lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt! That's all I can think of. <laughs> No, this fails. Shoot it with lightning. Desmond, you cast Dispel Magic, and nothing happens. Yeah. It's not magical. What is in the space where this, where the floor was? Is it, like, bottomless chasm, or is it just, like, you know, bare earth? Uh, the stone, but there's, like, a six-inch... Okay. So we could, like, we could continue down the hallway. We just have to drop into the space. Correct. Run across the gap Correct. and hop out. Okay. Um, hello, Silway, Roton. Um, I actually think if... Are you going to misty step back to the others? Was that the plan? Only if we all could. Okay, well, I, I will cast Dimension Door, and I will go straight back to, uh, where Mist and Desmond are. Perfect. Do it quick before the, we get too far. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> and Winley cast Dimension so before, Door. Before you can even finish the sentence... What the fuck? I... I believe uh, you can actually take one person with you in Dimension Door. Well, why would I do that? Well, they can miss you step on their own. Silway approved of this mindset. <laughs> you and Silway do really get along. But, but it's, it's, no like, it's not like... Good, good right, but They can take care there. of each other. I mean, at the beginning, to be honest, they were both like, I'm going to miss you step. But when is I... Oh, no? No, I, I'm just saying that is exactly the same way Silway thinks. Uh, <laughs> This is why well, the villain's always at the top of the tower, because you don't have any spell slots left by the time you get up there. Well, I haven't used one yet. So, way you barely finish the sentence. That's an awesome spell. And Winley creates a shimmering door next to her. And then sort of, I don't know, how do you describe it? Does she leap off Rotan's shoulders? Does she just kind of roll through the door? How does she exit? Okay, so uh, before she says goodbye, I take it back. Roton, extend your arm. Oh, yes! And he sticks his arm, like, straight out in front of him. Winley slides down, um, and right before she would slide into the door, she turns and says, Goodbye! And slides through the <laughs> glittering door. It's kind of like she was at a playground or something. I should make you do a dexterity check, but I won't. Just because. Okay. <laughs> it's too amusing. <laughs> oh, all right. Goodbye. Um. So Winley Fred Flintstones her way down and out of the elevator, leaving Rotan and Silway. Um, is the other exit to this door where we can clearly see it next to Mist and um, Desmond? You can, yeah, you could, you could make it down there. Uh, you better do it quickly, though, before you lose sight. Are we getting out? I guess we're Get getting out. Um. Get in the door. Misty step. Oh, well, once Winley goes through the door, it disappears. Oh, I thought it was she could take someone with her. She could, but she didn't. <laughs> but she did. Oh, okay. 
It, it, she slides through and the door goes. Um, I, I can still see the floor below. Yeah. You can. You can still see okay. the floor. But it's about uh, like a, maybe a foot and it's getting narrower and narrower. Okay. Uh, misty step. Misty step. Go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we misty step out. The two of you misty step out. And you find yourselves next to the others. <laughs> I love that we, we just burned through so many teleport spells to get out of an elevator. Oh my god. And, yeah. As the, um, oh, this yeah. is the best. As the group yeah. of you are standing there, you hear, coming from above, rattling chains and the grinding of stone as something is moving towards you. As you look up, you notice that the space beyond where this elevator disappeared. There is a hole in the ceiling. Ah. Roton readies his hammers. Um, so, should we take the stair route? There's something coming down. Get behind me. Roton's ready to fight. I think we are trying to go up. So we, that maybe that elevator was the way we should have gone. Just all together would have been much better. Well, unless it led, it, led us into a, a trap or something. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't sound very safe up there. Yeah. So you're just gonna wait there for whatever this thing is to appear? Well, Brace, yeah. Um, I guess. Already, already a spell, in case I see something and then I'll cast it. Alright, bring it on, whatever it is. I know what it is. Okay, so you stand there, ready and waiting to fight whatever foul horror appears from the ceiling. A stone block appears out of the ceiling and begins descending towards the floor. You have one round, one action to decide what you're going to do. It is not going to crush you, but it will prevent you from going forward down the stairwell. I'm sorry, is this is just the elevator coming to, back down? No, it's the counterweight the to counterweight. the elevator coming oh, down. Oh, 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 okay, I see. So we just backtrack and go, we'd have to backtrack and go down the other stairs or the other two doors in the hall in our original hallway or the double doors yeah there's a lot of other ways to go mm. right that's what i'm saying so like yes. this one passage would be blocked off okay until we figure out how to lower the trap room again or the elevator again if that is the way you want it to go yes we've got other options i say let's, let's, let's see the go back yeah. i say Th- let- that that hallway looks like a silly place yeah, yeah why don't we um why don't we go back where the the little floaty blue came from? I agree. Did you see which door it came through? Yes, it, it came from the from the right. Okay, I see we go back to where it came from. Sounds good to me. Um, Roton? Snap, snap. Yes. Pick what? me up. Oh, we're going. All right, here we go. Roton runs off down the hallway. No, Roton. <laughs> And when they just like left in, in the fog. Roton! Hello! Okay, I guess I have to make this. I'll second. carry you. Come here. Okay, thank you, Sidway. <sighs> Alright, off we go. Point the way. So you backtrack to the corridor. So which door did you decide to go into, Roton, since you are... <laughs> the one that the spirit came out of. And as I do, I check for traps. The only thing is, you did not see... Yeah. None of you besides Winley saw the spirit. 
Oh, that's right. So you're not sure which door the spirit came out of, so there are two doors in front of you. Okay. I think Rotan would pause that. You're standing in the middle of the fog-filled room. Yep. Staring at the two doors. Yep. When the rest of the party catches up to you. Oh, which which door are we are we going through? Uh, Rotan, it was the door on the left-hand side. And I would like to say you've forgotten your... I go through the one on the left. Um, it's Silway. What, what? Could you go up next to Rotan, please? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm Silway sidles up next to Rotan. So Winley and Rotan are like... Well, actually, Winley's a bit taller. So Rotan will be looking up at Winley. Uh, and Winley takes her little hand and just kind of goes like... On the back of Rotan's head. Just a little snip. Don't forget me next time. That was rude. What? Forget what? Forget me. You left me on the ground. I didn't forget you. Yes, you did. You have you have babysitting rights for my body. I denoted you as my carrier. Wait, I uh, I have to pick you up. That yes. Now. You agreed. No, I no. I found a new carrier. Carrier that cares. Wait, when does this agreement end? I'd like to give you the rotan if that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Okay, so Winley would like to try to climb onto rotan and essentially, like, like piggyback and hold on to his forehead. But I don't know how well it's going to go. Give me a dexterity check as you try to clamber on the back of rotan. Twelve. Okay. You, um... You try to move across, and you're climbing up on his shoulders when you slip, and your knee accidentally catches him in the chin. But you don't fall. You're able to hold on by grabbing, like, two fistfuls of his pretty blonde hair. And you use that to yank yourself up and settle yourself on his shoulders. Oh, Winley, um, not, not to, to put too fine a point on it, but, uh, your, your finger is in my eye. <laughs> if you could just move, move that hand up a little bit. Winley takes that hand and pushes it just a little bit more. Well, don't forget me next time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> Silway slinks back a few feet. <laughs> um, Winley takes both of Rotan's ears and says, I am a small person. That means what's small down there to you is big down here to me, so don't forget me next time. Uh, yeah, understood, Winley. Uh, just so you know, um, that that voice smacks of demon possession. Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't happen to have uh, run into any uh, demons lately, Yes. I don't understand how that's any of your concern at the moment. Thank you. Um, Tidy on, Pronko. <laughs> Giddy up, Rule um, Hide. <laughs> <laughs> and Winley just points to the door. Let's go! Oh, uh, yes, okay. As long as this doesn't come back to bite us later. <laughs> um, Rotan will go forward. What, is, what do we see? So, you open the door and are surprised very much surprised by what you see behind it. It is a neat, tidy, orderly bedroom. There's a small bed, a small desk, a bookshelf, overstuffed, 
with books. There is a shelf on the wall filled with all manner of objects, many of which you guess date back several thousand years. Hanging over a dressing screen in one of the corners is a very smart, very well-pressed and laundered uniform. Recently? Like, does this all look recently This all looks in? very well maintained, unlike everything mm. else that you've seen in your limited time in this place, which looks like it's in ruin and disrepair and... The bed's made? The bed is made. Is the uniform someone's size in this group? Uh, possibly Desmond. I would say it's more his size. Um, if you want to investigate, feel free to give investigations check on any of the stuff in the room. It's always got detect magic up. Is there anything glowing? Uh, is there anything glowing? That's a good question. Let's find out. There's still six inches of fog in here. As you open the door, the fog begins to creep in. But there oh. was not when you opened the door. Oh. Uh, for an investigation check, I rolled 17. I'd like to go and look at the uniform, see if I recognize any sort of emblems or symbols. I'm not sure how you would know this, as you've never been there yourself. But the uniform has the symbol and the heraldry of the kingdom of Roth. In particular, the herald of King Edgar. Everyone, do you remember the story the, the witch queen was telling us about Edgar? I think, Desi, you should put this on. <laughs> what does it look like? It, it looks like uh, the uniform that a servant would wear. Hmm. Uh, particularly a... Well, give me a history check. Uh, 19. It is a the uniform that would have typically been worn by the, I guess, chief man-at-arms or butler, if you will, who attended the king. Ah, uh, yes. This this uniform was um, worn by someone who would attend to the king directly, a uh, butler or something like that. I don't know why I remember that. I don't know. Something you about this is so strange. place. Something about this place. Desmond, you should put on a uniform, and I have a disguise kit, and I can disguise your face to make it look all shaved and chiseled. Then you could lead the way, because you'd look like you belong. That's not a bad idea, but I, I think we would, in order for that plan to work, I, I think we would have to know what the, the person looked like. Like, we would have to find this person, and sorry, that that I could effectively portray him or her, this this person. I suppose you're right. I like where your mind's at, though. That That's not a bad plan. And it does look my size. Uh, Sylvia's got the detect magic thing going on. Three items in the room light up. In the bookcase, there is a scroll. In a small wooden box next to the table, or next to the desk, uh, something lights up or a small wooden box next to the desk is glowing. And on top of the desk, there is some liquid in a stoppered vial, which is also glowing. There are uh, a few magic items in this room that might prove useful. And she goes over to the bookshelf first and pulls down the scroll and unrolls it to see if she can read it. Uh, you cannot read it. 
Then she casts Comprehend Languages and reads it. Okay, you cast Comprehend Languages and you discover it is in fact a wizard scroll. If this is fucking Desmond's bedroom, I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. That would be have been a crazy twist, but no. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would have been a little too tidy for... It's like a photo of Desmond and some mysterious family. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I was about Desmond. to say, like, is there a photo somewhere? But I was like, I don't know. I mean, it would be a painting, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's going to be like one of those five-foot-tall, like, jigs <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> he's, yeah. like, posing, and he's got, ru- he's got a rough... <laughs> like going down the front. It's it's yeah, a younger Desmond without a, a beard, Desmond. just like yeah. a little stubble looking all chiseled. Yeah. This person yeah. looks familiar. <laughs> I can't. Desmond turns slowly over his shoulder. <laughs> Welcome to my home. <laughs> now die. Now die. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a wizard scroll. It could be useful. And then that box on the next to the desk is glowing and that vial of liquid on the on the table is glowing box mist lunges at the box <laughs> you pick it up it's not very heavy maybe a pound you rattle it some and it, it sounds like there are maybe three or four objects inside of it that just shake slightly but don't move around too much open the box you open the what's box. In the box? What's in the box? What's, what's in, the box? in the box? What's in the box? You open the box, and inside the box are four small jars, each of which is a different color. Next to the jars are several paintbrushes. <gasps> yes? And then the third item was the vial. Um, Winley would like to run to the vial. Okay, you pick up the vial. It is... Um, shall describe it to you. The potion itself is yellow and there's streaks of black which swirl almost on their own. I assume it's a cork at the top? Yes, it is okay. a cork. So when they uncorks it, I'm kind of, you know, lifts it up to her finger, puts it back down, and tastes the potion. You taste it and you know immediately it is a potion of speed. And just for fun, we'll say, for the next minute or so, everything you say comes out twice as fast as you intended to. Oh my goodness (laughs) gracious. Everyone, everyone, I, 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 I think, I think, I think this is a potion, a potion, a big, 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 large, 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 yellow, 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 (laughs) black, 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 uh, potion of speed. I feel like I'm talking so fast, (laughs) I don't even know what to do. Can you understand what I'm saying? Can I, can I have that? Can I take that potion from you to just, just give it here? No, I'm not ready to give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Nobody to give it up yet. I want the potion. I want the potion. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the magic items in this room. What's the um, reading list look like on this bookshelf? As Rotan busies himself sifting through the bookcase, yeah, most of the reading seems to be about the history of Roth, tales of Roth heroic tales of Roth, tales of the hero. There are several books about the hero, various tellings of his tale, a few critical works about the importance of the hero, the fallout from the hero. There's also um, books on etiquette and protocol. And there is a book called Customs of the Tyrants, 
written by a Rothian. Hmm. Are there any books with recent Rothian history? No. All of these books seem to be at least 300 years old. Okay. I'll take the book on customs. That sounds like an interesting read when I have some downtime. You are going to have to share that book with me, Rotan. Oh, this one? I am very curious to hear about my own customs. With pleasure. You don't know your own customs. I know my own customs. I don't think whoever wrote this really knows our customs. But I want to find out. Actually, I I would be very interested in, after you're done giving that read as well, I'm... Hold on, it might not be a very accurate book. Maybe there are Desmond's customs too. Maybe I don't want this after all. (laughs) We could all read it and and form a, a book club. And we could meet weekly to discuss what we've read. Ah, that that sounds like an yes. Wonderful. I, 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 we can teach Desmond about his history. Book club. It's decided. Or any kind of club. Excellent. Very well. Well, I'll put this in my in my pack here, and uh, we can revisit this critical plot point later. <laughs> Uh, uh, hello, hello, I'm so sorry, I'm down on the floor, I'm down on the floor. Hello, Rotan, could you pick me up? I feel like I'm being a go for the fire. Please, come pick me up. Oh, certainly, Winley. Are you sure I can't take that potion from you? Uh, Winley gives the potion to Silway. Please take so it, please take it, quickly snatches it. I feel so uneasy right now, I don't even know how to feel. I'm sweating, I'm sweating in places I've never sweated before. Rotan, yeah. pick me yeah, up I now. Think- you say this as he's picking you up. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, um, okay. is going to give a once-over on the desk before they leave the room, just to look for anything of, that looks like valuable intel, correspondence, or like a name for whose room this is, maybe. Silway, on the desk you find a journal. She's, she thumbs through it quick. On the first page, the title page, it's titled The Thoughts and Deeds of Hutchinson Sinclair. She read that out loud. And as you flip through it, it's a diary about the upkeep of this castle. Hmm. This, uh, this seems useful. Mr. Hutchinson Sinclair seems to know a lot about this castle. Perhaps uh, some secrets even. I'm going to take this. He won't need it after we murder his boss. Well, now we have a name. He appears to be the caretaker of the of the castle so she will stow that journal in her pack and read it at the first opportunity whenever our warlock demands a short rest inevitable really I'm curious about the next door room though the room next door whatever next door down so is that where you want to head the room next yeah the other the other door on this side of the hallway very well forward Ruton let's go to the room next Oh, Whitley, it's worn off. You're talking very slowly. I. It's the only way I'm not dizzy. Carry on. I check for traps. <laughs> that All right, is a roll seven. to see if there are traps. I rolled a seven. You do not think you have found any traps. <laughs> uh, I open the. Well, so, so we're going to the next door down? Well, yes. The hallway? Yes. Yes. Okay. I open it. You open the door, and you are hit with a foul odor. It smells like something is decaying. Oh, so not chickens. No. As you look into the room, uh, almost closing your eyes, squinting as if you're looking through the stench itself, you see that this appears to be a kitchen. There is an enormous cauldron set in a fireplace in the far wall. Hanging on the wall 
next to the fireplace are all manner of ancient, I guess you could say cooking implements, enormous forks, spoons, a hatchet. They all look very old and very rusted. Do you smell that, Whitley? Yes, I, I thought it was you. What? <laughs> what? Well, I thought perhaps you let out some gas. Oh, gosh, no. It's coming it's from right. in here. Roton, can you bring me to that hatchet? He's going to check out the cauldron. God <laughs> dang. Oh, I want to check out this cauldron first. Roton, you walk over to the cauldron. Roton and Winley, I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I rolled a natural 20. 23. Non-natural. As you move towards the cauldron, the smell is getting stronger. And you have to hold your arm or your sleeve up to your nose to try to block out some of the smell. And as you get over to the cauldron and you peer in, you see that it is filled with dead rats in various states of decomposition. Just like sitting there. They're just not, a pile of dead rats. They're not stewing in anything. It, it's just this giant they're pile of They're stewing in their rats. own Ugh. decomposing juices. Oh, I say. Oh, why would... Why is it full of rats? I say that we give each and every one of these poor souls a burial. In, in what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Each one of them came to a nasty end and didn't have a proper funeral. That's sad. Is there a lid to this cauldron? There is a lid on the floor next to the cauldron. Rotan will pick up the lid and put it over the top of the cauldron and he says, Rest in peace! <laughs> then he'll turn around and go over to the hatchet that Winley indicated earlier. Well, I guess that'll do, Rotan. Um, and Winley picks up the hatchet and says, you're mine. You walk over to the hatchet, and as you get closer, you see it's not so much a hatchet as it is an axe. The handle is about three feet long. The blade on it is rusted, and it almost feels like or seems like it it, it would fall off the handle at first opportunity or first swing. Winley puts it in her pack. I will revive you later. Are there any other, are there any other, um, interesting sort of, like a, something to unscrew, like a a wine bottle or something, something that looks kind of like an oddity and something that could, could do, like a, looks like a surgical tool that could do harm. Is there anything like that around? There's a meat cleaver that is on the table. There are assorted butcher knives does there are a lot of very gruesome looking tools that look like they could either be a something to prepare food or possibly torture a prisoner perfect winley uh will take one of the knives the cleaver uh yeah puts it in her pack everyone hello everyone come in it's just a kitchen i think <laughs> smell it yeah Yes, Art, don't look in the cauldron. (laughs) Noted. All right. Anything magical in here? There is nothing magical in here. Again, don't look in the cauldron. Yeah, I'm I'm good out here. I'm going to wait out in the hall, if that's 
quite all. Yeah, this I think I think we're done with this room. Yeah, no, it doesn't smell like stewed rat out here. It doesn't look like this has been used Much. recently. In no. This kitchen in any no. way. Okay, it's not like the room next door. No, it we're is not. clearly somebody had been living in it. Okay, well, okay, Rotom's gonna head out. What? Well, uh, what? Oh, did we miss something? Yes, me. Up. Hello. <laughs> How many times do we have to go through this Rotan? Here we go. Rotan, you pick her up, you pop her back on your shoulders, and you go back out into the hall. Windley, you see another spirit come from the hall across from you, the hall you came out of. It crosses the hall and passes right through the double doors. Everyone, a little blue float went through the double doors. That's where we must go. Quick, quick, chase us. Excellent. Let's go. Roton. Hey, hey. Uh, Getting up, Shelly. Roton runs to the double doors, and then he stops. Okay. And checks for traps. Okay. <laughs> and rolls a five. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he kicks the double doors open. <laughs> you rear back. You kick the double doors open. Whitley, give me a dexterity check. See if you can hold on through all of this. Can I give... What about an acrobatics check? That works. 18. You're able to hold on despite all of Rotan's machinations and movements. He rears back. He kicks the double doors open. They fly open about a foot before hitting something and bouncing back. Is it like back closed? Or back do they like closed, swing? Yes. <laughs> swing in the other direction. Okay. Back closed. Huh! Usually this works. And he, he kicks it again. Try it again. <laughs> yeah. One of the double doors is, it is ajar. It is maybe an inch open. So they didn't close fully. Yeah. So he kicks it. You kick it again. Yeah. And once again, it goes about a foot. It hits something and then slowly closes. I think, I think it'll work next time. Do it again. Interesting. And so he's going to... He's going to push just one door open and then sort of lean in. Because okay. you said there's like a foot yes. gap. So he's going to lean in. And then Whitley's on his shoulders, so there's like two heads that kind of <laughs> pop in around the door. You open the door. You lean in. Roton, what you see is that the entire floor is littered with bones. Like literally covering the entire floor. Various bones, most of which you're guessing are human. Skulls? Skulls, rib cages, leg bones, arm bones, foot bones. Okay. All the bones. Winley, what you see is perhaps 50, maybe 75 blue spirits standing and talking to one another as if in ordinary conversation. Rotan slowly leans back. (laughs) (laughs) What horrors lie deeper within Castle Starge? Will the sudden expenditure of spells to get out of an elevator come back to bite them? 
What vengeance will Diana take for Mist cheating through that first puzzle? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. I'd just like to say as an editorial note, this is why I don't spend a tremendous amount of time designing puzzles for you all because so I, like I know just okay. see walls. I, I was I wasn't I, I was waiting <laughs> for the right moment to bring this up. I feel a little bad about shortcutting the puzzle because I immediately <laughs> I'm looking at it like, oh, is this one of those uh, always always tells the truth, always lies, gives a random answer doors because this could be kind of fun. But then I realized, wait a minute, I have an ability that lets me just see through walls. I've never used it, and this feels like a perfect opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that I do fine. kind it's... of still want to solve the puzzle. Did we just miss out on two, like, animatronic f- battling figures? Because that makes me really happy if that is I the case. I will talk about that more in the... Uh, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so... Season-ending episode, but I just wanted to... to uh, that was supposed I, to be an hour-long puzzle. Yeah. Now Diana's out of content for the session. No, I, no, I actually, no, no, I tried, Want Diana. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not. It's like when the DM spends like Honestly, a week designing okay. this beautiful boss and then it's just banished in like the first round. Like, yeah, the like, Rube Goldberg machine <sighs> on the other side of the door number <laughs> one. You'll never get the experience. Yeah, but so you remember when you banish something, you don't get the loot that it's carrying. That's this true. Is true. No, that's and, true. And, but that's, no, that's like, no, that's it. You got I me. Mean, you solved the puzzle and it was a clever way to solve the puzzle. So I'm not going to like be like, oh my God. Like, yeah. It's just, it was more. I, again, I'll talk about it later. When we yeah, get to that. I, I'm, I'm curious what you saw as the solution. I mean, obviously the solution was put the ball in the hole by door three. But yes. the, dedu- the deduction that would lead us to that, I'm curious what you had in mind. Yeah, like, that, what... that was sort of the more interesting part of the... Um, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I could just tell you now because I don't know I if mean, it'll be that interesting or maybe... We could always cut this part and yeah, put it yeah. in that episode. Uh, That's true. So um, there was no real obvious way to solve the puzzle based on the information you were given in the room. However, the first tarot card that was flipped over when Winley and Rotan had their reading gave you the answer to the puzzle. Oh, oh my God. I'm so glad everyone takes cope detailed Oh my god. <laughs> was this here? I saw you made a comment on Twitter about like, did my group pay attention to a clue I gave them earlier in the season? Yeah, oh. that, I think that may have been it. Was <laughs> that this was like Oh, and you made it on Twitter because I don't <laughs> No, I mean it was it was it was, it was in response to something else. It was like that. It was like yeah, that was very much a you know, for as much as Winley and Rotan thought the whole thing was useless. <laughs> oh that's cool oh oh, that's she so was cool. actually giving you um and if you go through and you you look at the card and all of the symbolism that was on the card it's all reflected in that puzzle oh that's so cool so anyway doesn't matter um it'll be curious it'll be interesting if any of the listeners pick up on that mm-hmm. um, little, little easter egg yep yeah. i actually there's the card and Two doors. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of yeah. that's that's kind of dope. Uh, sure enough. But so there were two Yeah, because cards. because in the moment, in the moment, I think like Rotom was just like, "Well, this has all been nothing." <laughs> yeah. The, no, you both like, were very much like, <laughs> especially Rotom when he's like, "West, West would have been a perfectly fine answer." <laughs>
Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, divination does not work like that. But Whitley also got a card, and uh, and Cashew also got a card. Yes, this is true. This is true. So who's going to go back and look <laughs> right at now, the cards? Right now, Cashew is me. going on his own mini-adventure <laughs> to find a half a ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah, Cashew and Uber really have it the best right now. Yeah. That's going to be the bottle episode when we don't have enough money to finish this season. Uh, <laughs> to fill out this yes, season. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyway, uh, back to the show. This... What are you laughing at? <laughs> just... I'm, I'm just reading through Dimension Door. It's a oh. really powerful spell. It's, it yeah. really is. But, but, but like the first sentence or two is you teleport yourself from your current location to any other spot within range you arrive at exactly the spot desired it can be a place you can see one you can visualize or one you can describe by stating distance and direction such as 200 feet straight upward (laughs) and we're using it to get out of an elevator well we're doing it not to split the party you know actually like yeah (laughs) I, I had this thought, this is a, a bit of a, a non sequitur, but let's say you were falling. It doesn't even matter how fast you were falling. You could be falling for a thousand feet. What if, as you got to the ground, you cast Dimension Door or Misty Step, but did it so instead of your momentum taking you downwards, it was taking you sideways? Speedy thing goes in, speedy thing comes out. Ooh. Yes, but speedy thing comes out sideways. So then you get one for a while. hell of a rug burn. <laughs> it really would. I think there was an X-Men character who used this ability but constantly. It, like, it, it kind of seems like it would work, right? Kind of like, a, like a portal doing a portal gun. Yeah, portal. I, I would think so. Yeah. If you had like four shots <laughs> or two or whatever this fourth level. Wow. What size is Winley? She's, so she's small? I believe I'm, so. I'm over she couldn't have these, fat anyway. jokes. these fat jokes. <laughs> no, oh. it's a, the Dimension Door spell says you can also bring one willing creature of your size or smaller. Oh. Man, if she's not medium, oh. Rotan couldn't have gone with her. Mm-hmm. Boy, that spell is racist. <laughs> no, it's just most effectively cast by... Yeah, that's racist. So to be honest, bit, yeah. the, on, the only person I could, could take with me would be Cashew. That's it. This is true. Mm-hmm. A tiny creature. In, our, in the entire party. Mm-hmm. The Adventures of Winley and Cashew would be a great spinoff series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. Is Winley... What? <laughs> is Winley just becoming more and more like Chucky <laughs> as, <laughs> as we go deeper into this, <laughs> this castle? <laughs> Do you know that that was my first inspiration? Was a mixture really? between Tinkerbell and Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It explains so much. Tracks. <laughs> Literally. That explains a lot. Did you see their the making it as a show? Oh yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot it, wait. It actually looks like it'll be pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um the, Chucky. <laughs> the Bride of Chucky was like a really big uh, influence on me as a child. Whatever you want to take with that. <laughs> 